Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple A Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, so if you get a minute, check it out. While you're tripping around the web, make sure you stop by famousapple.com forward slash group. That's our Facebook page for this podcast that's Living with a Disability. Go over there, check it out. There's a lot of activity going on. There's a lot of people over there. You make some new friends, answer some questions, maybe ask a question or two. But you'll have a lot of fun. That's famousapple.com forward slash group. While you're tripping around the web, also stop by famousapple.com forward slash that vegan disabled gal. That's Erin Fernandez's Facebook group page. You find out more about Erin. You find out more about the Vegan Possibilities show that's on today. That's right. Today's also a new episode of the Vegan Possibilities with my co-host Erin Fernandez. We're gonna, she's going to join us in a few minutes here. Uh, before we start, I want to find out, my friends, how are you feeling today? You're feeling good? You're feeling strong? You're feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. On today's show, we have a woman named Flowers. She's been a vegan for 40 years. That's right, 40 years. This woman has a phenomenal story. She is such a sweet, soft-spoken woman. She's seen it all. She even biked across the state of Florida on a tandem bicycle with her boyfriend. Let me tell you, that story alone is worth its weight in gold. But you got to listen to this. She is a great pe- a great person. She really is. Some people ask, Jimmy, why are you doing a vegan show? You're not a vegan. No, I'm not a vegan. But you want to know something? The vegan diet, okay? It, number one, it's healthy, okay? I'm not a vegan, but it is healthy. And number two, it saves you money. And as disabled people, we're on fixed incomes, okay? So if you do the vegan diet, even if you only, only do it one or two times, maybe three times a week, you know how much money you're going to save on your grocery bill? Plus, you're doing good for the environment. You're doing good for the earth. You're doing good for the animals. So it's a win-win-win situation. And who knows? You may like the vegan lifestyle. So have an open mind. Now, this show isn't just for vegans. Let me make that perfectly clear. And it's not a hardcore vegan vegan show where, oh, we're going to convert you. No, that's not it. Erin is not that type of person. She's just putting out information there for you to take in. And like I said, this here can save you money. And anyone that doesn't want to save money, well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Think about it. How many times have you gone to the refrigerator in the middle of the week and said, oh, man, I really don't have anything in the house for dinner for the kids? And when you say I have nothing in the house for dinner, what does that mean? I don't have any meat in the freezer. You always have vegetables in the freezer, always, or in the pantry. 
Now, Erin is going to be putting out recipes that you can make. Her boyfriend, Jamie, is, a, is an Italian cook, cooking vegan. This guy's making pizzas, calzones, nachos out of vegetables. Hey, anyone that can make pizza and calzones out of vegetables is okay in my book. So, they're going to be sharing recipes that you can make for your family. That's low in calories, low in carbohydrates, low in salt. It's healthy food. And it doesn't cost as much as other things. So it's a win-win-win situation. Plus, you're, you're saving animals. You're saving the planet. How can it go? How can it be wrong? Plus, it tastes good. So listen, take a listen. What have you got to lose? If you don't like it, oh well. But you're going to like it. And it's fun. We have a lot of fun here at An Apple a Day. And we have a lot of fun with the vegan possibility. So sit back, relax. And before we start, though, let me just remind you of this. We're not doctors, we're not lawyers, and we're not nutritionalists. We're the same as you. We're passing out some information that we have, some suggestions. But before you change your lifestyle, before you change your diets, before you do anything, check with your doctor. Please remember that, okay? Let me get Aaron out here. And let's get started. Welcome to The Vegan Possibility with my co-host Erin Fernandes. And we have a special guest here today, Flowers. She's an 18-year-long veteran of the vegan possibility. Let's get started here. Hello, Flowers. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you very much for being with us today. How are you doing today, Erin? I'm doing good. Always doing good. Good. So, Flowers, tell us your story. You're a vegan for 18 years. That sounds... No, no. I'm vegan 40 years. 40 years? I became vegan in 1981, 40 years. Good God. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, in 19, actually, my journey started younger. Uh, I became vegetarian in 72. And uh, I went to this camp, Wellness. I was 12 years old. And I remember we were sitting around dinner, and there was this slab of round deli meat. And the camper, he took a fork, and he put it into the deli meat, and he went, bah, bah. It was, you were eating a leg of a lamb. It was somebody's leg. At that moment, my life changed. I could never again eat somebody's body parts. So it changed my life, that scene. And after some of that year, on TV, they showed this film. This is September, next month. The film was Bless the Beast and the Children. This movie was about boys that were rescuing bison from being slaughtered, from being shot the very next day. And they were trying to save their lives, the bison's lives, so that they didn't go extinct. So that was a very profound film. And interesting enough, that week, my guitar teacher, he taught me this song, an Israeli song called 
Dona Dona, and it was about a calf going to slaughter. So these three things, one after the other, wow. impacted my life so much that I became vegetarian. And I remember, a few years later in camp, there was a camper, and she made fun of us because we wore leather. We were wearing the skins of other beings, of animals, and she made fun of us. And it didn't dawn on me until 1981. It took me all these years to realize what she was saying. In 81, I had finished college. I was 21, and I decided to take a trip to see my mother's sister, my Aunt Glory. She had just cured herself of lupus on a vegan, a raw vegan diet. And at the time, she was living with her son, my cousin, and her best friend, who was Hart Phoenix, the mother of the Phoenix clan. So I stayed with them for about six weeks. And I learned how to use a champion juicer, how to make vegan burgers and milk. And it, it was just life-changing. It was amazing. And Hart, she told me about her sister's son's place, which was Gentle, and which is Gentle World, uh, a vegan nonprofit educational center. And I knew I had to get there. So I went from California, I went back to Buffalo, and while I was in Buffalo where I finished college, I was turning everyone on to veganism, making vegan muffins and giving them away and vegan milk and telling them to stop or, or sharing with them to stop eating animals and showing them that different food that we could eat from plants instead of hurting animals. So while I was in Buffalo, I met a, a young man, and he was a bike rider, and we decided to take a tandem bike across the state of Florida. So we left Miami, and we rode across to where Gentle World was living in Brooksville. I knew I had come home. I walked in the door. I moved in, and... We have done so many things to evolutionary to evolutionize veganism to make it grow. Because back then we didn't have what we have now. So with Gentle World, just so you know, the things that we've done, we wrote cookbooks, the cookbook for people who love animals, and incredibly delicious, the Vegan Paradigm Cookbook. And we also published nutrition books that Dr. Michael Clapper wrote. He came to visit us in 1982, became vegan, and moved in. So while he wrote the books, we supported him. We worked to create these seminal works on vegan nutrition and pregnancy children and the vegan diet. I think you can find them on Amazon. They're no longer in print because she's gone on to other things. Okay. But we've done so many things. With Gentle World, we've had seminars. We had celebrity banquets with, with Sydney Portier and Gretchen Weiler 
who went uh, on to create the Genesis Award from our banquet. We had Valerie Harper was there and and uh, Joaquin Phoenix and River Phoenix hosted it with Casey Kasem. Really? We had, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, uh, Lou Ayers was there. We had so many celebrities. It was amazing. And we asked them to to turn around and tell the media how delicious vegan food can be. We wanted them to inspire people with their words because they were celebrities and people look up to celebrities. So we did other things. We marched and we demonstrated against animal cruelty. We had vegan restaurants. We did wholesale food catering. We had video showing with doctors, vegan doctors speaking and, and questioning and answering, uh, uh, doing question-answer sessions. We helped with the Be Fair, Be Vegan campaign. We did organic gardening. You know, we did all this stuff because we were a vegan educational center. And years ago, almost all of our guests, they were meat eaters. That was in 81. But now, most people are vegans that come to visit. So we no longer have to explain what the word vegan is. So now, they're on board already. The world has changed so much. But, you know, back then, we didn't have any vegan mayo or vegan ice cream or lasagna. There was no potato kugel that was vegan or vegan cookies and cakes. We had to make everything from scratch. But now you can buy it all. They're in every supermarket, even the convenience stores. And now the fast food restaurants are catering to vegans. And we can get everything now from vegan milk vegan cheeses, the seafood, pizza, you can get vegan non-leather shoes and clothing and makeup, and even candles and marshmallows are vegan. So there's no reason anymore to eat, to wear, or to use animals for any reason at all, because it all exists. So please, do all you can to help change the world to a more compassionate world, a compassionate place where everyone is free to live and to love. And I want to tell you, please, if you get a chance, look up www.gentleworld.org and sign up for our free newsletter. The writings are incredible. And I want you to leave you with this. Light, one of the founders of Gentle World, he wrote this, it's magnificent, and it goes like this. There's no force powerful enough to stem the tide of an idea whose time has come. We can no longer, in good conscience or in good health, continue to slaughter innocent animals for food, clothing, experimentation, or for any reason. The vegan concept is not a fad that will pass with time. It is a birth of compassion, a concern for others that is the single most important step in the evolution of humankind. Consider 
the lion and the giraffe, the weasel and the elephant, the wolf and the deer. It is not the size or strength of that animal that determines its nature, violent or gentle. It is the animal's food source. Now, we humans are animals too. It is our food source that determines our nature, violent or gentle. We must change to a gentle food source if we are to evolve. And we must evolve if we are to survive. This was by Light, founder of Gentle World. Please look at www.gentleworld.org. Sign up for a newsletter. Make a donation if you can. We're the longest-running vegan, nonprofit organization living community. Thank you so much for having me on here. Definitely. I hope we are making vegan. <laughs> well, I'm going to put... I'm going to put that address in the show notes, www.gentleworld.org. That's going to be in the show notes for this podcast, so people can, if you didn't write it down, it'll be in the show notes, and you can sign up for the newsletter there and donate if you'd like. And I'd like to thank you for coming on, Flowers. That was very interesting, actually. Yes. And I'm not Thank you very much. I'm not a vegan, but I I was definitely listening to that. And I'm shocked that you were vegan for 40 years. My goodness. My goodness. I didn't, I didn't think veganism was around that long. But I mean, I, mean I, I healed myself of different things. I lost so much weight. And my psoriasis is like freshly gone. Uh, I don't have the arthritis that came with the psoriasis. Really? My migraines are gone. Yeah. Yeah, I had this, like, theoretical uh, slide. I don't know, my my feet would get stuck in position, and I would massage it out. That's gone. My migraines are gone. I can eat what I want as long as it's vegan. And I do eat no oil, no sugar, and gluten-free. And mostly whole foods, plant-based, vegan, heavy yeah. animals. Very good. Yeah. Awesome. That's 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 very commendable actually, and that's amazing Thank that you, you got rid of the you got rid of the arthritis. I just for that alone, I might I might go vegan. That's, yeah, that's that's amazing. That's a, and you 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 said your aunt, your aunt got got fought off lupus by going vegan. My aunt Gloria has been vegan longer than me, maybe almost fifty years. Gentle World members, some of them are vegan over fifty years. Really? Wow. And, and and they are like, oh, they're beautiful. They're healthy. They're strong. They're thin. They're, yeah, uh, I, you know, it's not the cure all, but it's the best small thing that we can do for the animals. Because in my mind, is it is a holocaust for the animals. We gas them and experiment and eat them and wear them and use them, and and brand them with numbers. So it is up to us to speak for them and to release them from their prison. Get them out of uh, the factory farms and, the, and the, uh, the fur cages. Set them free because they are like you and I. They've got mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers. And they deserve the right to life just like we all do. And even these animals, 
it's destroying the planet, it's destroying our air, our water, our climate, it's destroying us, it is destroying them. We've met the enemy, as Pogo said, and the enemy is us. So we have to change. We have to eliminate the violence from, from our food source, from what we're wearing, from what we're using. We have to live and let live. Let them live, please. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, well, thank you very much. Thank you. I'm so happy to have, have, have the opportunity to have you on. And I'm Definitely. so grateful. You, yeah. Thank you for having awesome. me on. Thank you so much. Let's meet Keegan. Thank Let's you. Do yes. Let's do it before it's too late. Thank you very much for coming on. I'd love yeah, to have okay. you on again okay. in the future. Okay. Bye. Okay. Thank you very much, yeah. Flowers. You're very welcome. And I'd love to have you on again in the future. Oh, you you can just uh, pop me an email. Uh, I'll have I can give you other guests to speak to. Sure. And uh, my husband he cures yeah. asthma and and people from Gentle World uh, that are vegans longer than me. Um, I can get you a whole list of people to interview. I'm happy to help you. I'd, I'd, I want to have change the world. Yeah. I would love I would love to have them on. Definitely. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very right, much. Thank you. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. That was interesting, Aaron. Oh, I don't know how, how I'm going to follow up after that. <laughs> well, it's your show. <laughs> it's your, I know. It's your show. Go ahead. I'll sit back and listen now. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to ask you, you, you Jamie, obviously you're, you're, not, you're non-vegan. Right. Uh, what are some myths or things you seen? that are about a typical vegan like what do you think like when you hear the word vegan do you think what first comes to your mind nuts and so berries hoping nuts and berries <laughs> nuts and berries that's the we, first thing that comes to mind when someone says to me vegan yeah. i can picture well, i can, I can picture you and, and jamie sitting at home at night with a bowl of nuts and <laughs> berries and saying mm, dinner <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no that's definitely far from the truth and actually um uh, maybe next week i'm gonna have a, one of my other friends uh, come on and he's he makes some amazing vegan recipes and hopefully share some of the vegan recipes well, so cool. uh, we definitely don't eat nuts and berries like like i think jamie right now is cooking so uh, i don't know what he's making for us where we could be having Anything from just egg to like to tofu scramble to a vegan calzone to like uh, you know anything from like there's so much more that you you eat. And no, no you, get... you asked me. I just, I'm not saying that's oh, what yeah, you yeah. do. No, yeah. But no, I'm just yeah, saying just... when you when you, when when I first when I first started with this, the first thing I thought of was you and Jamie sitting down to dinner. You know, uh-huh. maybe peeling an apple for an appetizer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nuts no, and don't. berries are the main course. And yeah. I don't know, lettuce for dessert? <laughs> yeah, I also th- I don't think I've had nuts or berries um, <laughs> in probably, gosh, so long. So. <laughs> so, But another common misconception that people think is, what is your protein? Your protein, oh gosh, you, you're going to die. Well, but have you ever heard of somebody being protein deficient? Oh, I'm in the hospital because I'm protein deficient. 
I've heard but, I've I've actually heard of it. I heard um there was that one there was that one fad diet that was out there. I I'm trying to think of it right now that uh you cut protein out of your diet. Oh. And um, not Atkins. Uh No, Atkins is all protein. Right. There was one there was one there was one diet that came out. It was probably in the 90s and you were cutting all the protein out of your diet. Oh wow! I've never heard of that. Yeah, it was when they were coming out with all those crazy diets—the, the, the drink water and eat a banana diet and all that other oh, nonsense, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I had a friend of mine that did it, and uh, he ended up in the hospital actually. Oh wow! But, but the, you, they told him he had you have, you have to eat some protein. Yeah, you have to have some type of well. The point I was trying to make is that. The, the average American gets too much protein. We are fine. We get 30% more protein, depending on what study you look at, than we need. But we don't get enough fiber. We are right. fiber deficient. So this, uh, this a constipation problem in America, not, not, <laughs> not too much, not too much uh, you know, protein. Um, and so that's you know, just another common misconception that some people think uh, all vegans are weak. They're meek. Their skin is bad. They're actually, you know, they're. I'll tell you, like, I know um, I'm legally blind and a wheelchair walker, but I'm. I have muscles. Like, I'm not like a big person at all. I'm like 90 pounds, but um, that's just like I'm strong. You know, like from what I am, I'm strong. And then uh, obviously my boyfriend Janie, he's he's built this house, whole house by himself practically. You know, he's lifted things up. I don't even know how he's lifted. It's like a mother um, lifts a car up over a child. So you know, right? But um, yeah. So but it's like we're not like not all weak and things like that. And dispel the myths that people often think of, or they think sometimes you 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 if you get too much protein as a man, you look at male boobs. Uh -huh. So and that's not true. It's that's not true at all. The the soy. It's it's a totally different soy, but it's not. It's like sounds like the same name, but that's it's totally not true. You can have as much soy, and having soy is not going to cause you to have breasts. Like in China and the, the Asian cultures, you eat so much soy, and you don't see them walking around with big, you know, <laughs> big breasts and things like that. So, oh. and then another uh, another myth that people think is that it's, it's too expensive. But um, if you buy rice and beans, it's compared to buying a steak, like we were saying last week. It's much more economical, you know. So you just have to make sure you get some form of protein, whether it be tofu, whether it be seasoning, or whether it be a big bowl of broccoli, where because there's lots of protein in different vegetables. Well, the one thing that that I agree with being a vegan, well, the vegan lifestyle is yeah. that you can actually save money. Well, oh yes. You know, as far as like people that are, that are on disability, senior citizens. Yes. Even if they went part-time vegan, they could save money. Yes. You know. It's, yes. Yes. It, it it could it being on being on disability now. You know it. I know it. You're yep. on a fixed income, and you know your food bill when you when you go out shopping. Yep. What's what's less expensive, to buy vegetables, or to buy yep. steak? To buy yep. vegetables or yep. to buy chopped meat? Which is yeah. Like, so yeah, and that's what expensive. I'm hoping with with your with your connections with the like you said your friend for next week with his recipes yeah. your recipes that people will listen and find out yeah. look you can make delicious meals 
Yeah. And it doesn't have and to it's not in only... include me. Sorry. No, I'm just yeah. saying it it's doesn't. Not only good e it's not, yeah, it's not only good eating. It's, you can it's... eat good and healthy. Nutritious, and helping, right. And you can save money and you can help the environment. As right, well. exactly. It's, it's a win-win-win yeah. situation. So it's a win-win person, yeah. You know, so win win fair one. So you don't have to you don't have to be like a uh, a Nazi vegan, excuse my yeah. expression. You yeah. know, you don't no, have to I be am. a hardcore vegan, yeah. but you can yeah. be saving the environment, you can be saving your wallet, and you can yeah. be surviving. Yeah. And I encourage like everyone to if you're interested at all, like if some if something of what we're saying touches you at all do some research there's so much research out there I mean, you, you can just google there's so many documentaries that i guarantee you once you do some research because jane and i we didn't know we didn't we knew milk and dairy products came, um sorry dairy meat products came from somewhere but we just didn't think about it we just didn't make the connection so it's just to make a connection to your health and the world and the environment and the compassion and you know there's no judgment here. I, I feel anyway. Like Hitler was a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. He was a bad person. I think most people would think he was a vegetarian. So that was kind of a good thing. So bad people can do good things, you know. Right. So so good people can do bad things, you know. It, it's it's similar to, and there's no judgment here. It's just to try to educate and spread some more awareness because I love animals. I don't want to see them hurt, and I love our world. I don't want to see. The world dies, so. I still can't get over the fact that Jamie's Italian and a vegan. Uh, yes, <laughs> he's an, he an amazing vegan cook. He's amazing. I don't, the food is cooking now, dinner is cooking, and I can't, I don't know what it is, but I know it smells amazing, so. Nuts and berries. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no nuts and berries, so. But, yeah, it, it's just, it, it, what's another, like, a, can you think of another thing that you think well, about vegans? I want to, I want to know something. And this no. is a serious question. I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah. Oh. Suppose, just suppose, a mosquito got in your house. That stacker would be dead. Huh? Um, yeah, that stacker would be dead. A thing? No. No, that's, mosquitoes provide no value at all. I was even discussing this with Jamie yesterday. Like spiders provide value, they eat other bugs, but mosquitoes and, uh, what was it we were saying? Mosquitoes and, I don't know what, another bug we were talking about, provide no value to me at all. <laughs> so, um, um, they're dead. So, yeah, they spread disease. They spread their, um, you know, dogs yeah, but, can get, um, sorry. What about, what? all right, they, they spread disease. All right, what, what about uh, woodchucks? Woodchucks don't spread disease. Well, sure they do. They're, not, they're rodents. Yeah, but they're, yeah, but that's like that's the they have more of like um they have more of a um a body cerebral intelligence, yeah, cerebral intelligence. They're more of a sentient being. I I honestly don't know. It can speak up. Um, it can speak intelligently. That um of you know flies and ants and things like that. It can be, speak but, intelligently. Did you just say? No, no, I don't know. If it, I, I don't know if any. I don't know if the research of that is being done. That I'm but sure they, there's been research on that. They, but, but they do. They do spread. It. They do spread disease, and they also. Yes. They also now. This goes back, like I said. I, I used to hunt when I was younger. Farmers used to want the hunters to come on their land to kill the woodchucks, because they yeah. they they dig holes in the ground. 
and the cows would step into the holes, break their legs. And you break the legs, yes. And then you'd have to kill the cow. Yeah, I, I can, I, that's, it's kind of like a hypothetical, hypothetical situation, so I can't speak intelligently on it. I, I have not made a decision how I feel about calling up animals and things like that. Like, I can understand it's needed for some reasons because you can't have tons of animals running around and, and then children, children being mauled by bears and things like that. So I just know that I, if there was a mosquito in my house, I would smack that thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more question and I won't bother you anymore. The world's, <laughs> the world's largest carnivore, the brown bear. In Alaska. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think of that? Um, you're not a bear. Yeah, but he, he eats it. If you were to go he, on into but, Alaska but and yeah, walk in the woods, he, he'd eat you. Are you comparing yourself, your moral compass to a bear's compass? Yes. A bear has no moral <laughs> compass. He doesn't know. You, don't, the, you, don't, you he, don't know me that well, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, the bear is eating for survival. It's, it's what he knows to survive. It's we eat. We don't have to eat meat to survive. We it's a choice. We choose to. And, and yeah, that. But it's choice more worth more. Uh, it's your taste buds worth more than your choice, or worth more than the animal's life. So that's kind of how you think of it. Like uh, I, at least I think of it. Like it's it's my choice to eat meat more worth more than a, a cat or a dog or a, a, you know, a cow. It's life. I'm just, so, I'm just curious. And, I'm, you know, I'm not not trying to break chops. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm, no. You you love breaking my chops. <laughs> yeah, I am, but it's fun. No, I I just just curious because I I've been now I've been doing a little I've been doing a lot of reading actually on on vegans and that you you really surprised me last week when you said there was the difference between vegetarians and vegans. I never knew that. Yeah. And. Here's something else that I didn't know, that they make vegan shoes. Yes, I yeah. just, vegan I just leather. I just learned that. Yeah. Uh, you got vegan leather, vegan... Uh, how can you... How the can shoes you... made out of banana peels, um, mushrooms. Yeah. How do you make... I, I don't know how it's made, but... I, I was going to say, how do, you, how do you make shoes out of banana peels? That's got to smell yeah. after a while. I, I, I think a Nike has made some, and Adidas have made some. Um, it's sneakers. Um, it's, I'm sure there's other things in it. There's other, but like, you know. Yeah, but you could into it, but you couldn't use rubber because that's made of animal byproducts. Um, I, I I'm not sure. I, 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 you know, you'd have to look that up. Or, I, or, or after I, this, or I after did. this, I'd look it up. I'll look it up. I did. I was, I was looking that up before earlier this afternoon while I was waiting for the syndicator and yeah. the um. They were they were saying that they they make they actually make vegan shoes. Now again, and this is my own ignorance. When I first seen that, that it brought me back to like the movies from the '60s and the '70s. You know, you see people walking around in the in the sandals and hemp yep, clothing. Yeah, yes, yeah. You know, and then I'd seen where they where they said they made it out of banana peels and. Yeah. I'm. Thinking that's got to smell after a while. Um, no, it, it, it's probably it's probably synthesized or some, well, so I've, much. I've, it's, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I don't know. Exactly. Now I'm gonna have to look it up. So I'm gonna have to do some research <laughs> on vegan shoes. Yeah, so, but, but 
salad dressing on your feet before you put on yeah. your shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that 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 but, it, it is interesting. It's interesting, in all honesty. You know, now I'm not playing around. It's interesting what they can do as far as clothing goes, because I didn't realize how much animal yeah. byproducts goes into clothing. Oh gosh, yes, so much. So much so that I mean, leather. Everybody knows leather is. Yeah. But even into even into material, into fabric. Yeah. There's a lot of animal yeah. byproduct between colors and dyes and yeah. the the material itself. Shoes, yeah. when you think about it, even even shoes. If you bought vinyl shoes with leather soles, there you go. Yeah. Or rubber yeah. heels. So yeah. There's yeah. there's so much, and I talking to talking with you for the last couple of weeks, I'm, it's starting to open my eyes to a lot of different things that I never yeah. realized. Yeah. Like even our TVs, there's animal byproducts in our TVs, in our phones. Oh. It's kind of like it, it's kind of to do the least amount of harm, you know. So this day and age, we need a phone to communicate with people. We right. need, so it's it's kind of uh, so we don't need a TV, but it's a pleasure to have a TV, you know. So it's something that everyone has, but no one knows, and no one thinks about. That's so this is where vegan is not being being perfect because no one's perfect. It's about doing the least amount of harm, and you can be all honest with yourself and honestly say, "Yes, I'm doing the best I can. Like this is me, you know." And some people maybe they can only maybe they cut back to once a week, and that's the best, you know. So. And, but it's, it's just doing the best you can. But so. maybe, maybe, just maybe, and hear me out on this, that might be a good thing that, like you just said, that you'll find it in telephones or in TVs or in yeah. cars or whatever. It might be a good yes. thing that if the animal did die, it, that it's not being wasted, that it's, you know, everything is being used, if you know what yes. I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not that, it, not that it makes it any better for some people, but at least it's not just being like a car thrown out right yeah thrown out yeah so i mean i there's a plus i know that our car it has leather interior i believe in it i'm not sure if it's plastic or not mm -hmm. but i'm looking up for jamie but i can't i can't really see him so i believe it does so that's where we had to say we're, he works for me i'm gonna fix income you know it's gonna we're doing we need a car to function to get around so we, we bought a car that had leather interior but for, we had a choice it would have been cloth but this is what is in a price range is kind of like right. we couldn't we didn't have any other option you know so i mean so if you turned around and said take you here take you for instance you and jamie if you turned yeah. around and said well i'm not going to get a car because i believe that this is cruelty well yeah it would be cruelty for you not to have a car being in your condition to go to the doctor. Yes, yeah. how, how are you going to get there? Are you Is he going to pull yeah, you behind? Yeah, how would I get there? How, yeah, yeah. Is he going to pull you in a wagon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, the, the, the becomes, the becomes a, you got to meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah, and that's what I, I feel like I try to do. Like, and I think the reason some vegans get a bad rap is that because they're so passionate about what they believe in. And they've been seeing these videos or online and seeing these images and they know the truth. So it's like they want to scream at the top of their lungs because it's like, you know something, you want to share and try the awareness. So, and that's why, because they're so passionate about it and they don't, instead of explaining themselves or easing into it, they immediately jump down someone's throat or say, oh, 
all animal products are bad, but you can't just say that to someone. Like, I, yes, I think, I think animal products are bad, but you can't just be like, with no, if I just made a blanket statement like that, like, in, it's a situational, like, in certain situations, yes, maybe, it, but in assessment, it's okay, because how do we get the COVID shot? Right. So, I'm sure there was some testing done there, so it's, you can't just make a blanket statement, so, and because I think they're so passionate because you see the cruelty and the inhumanity being done and no one doing anything about it. It's like, it's like, it feels like you're sitting on the top of, uh, sitting in a room screaming at the top of your lungs, but no one's listening to you. So, and that's how I feel. I can, I can understand how vegans feel that way, but you kind of have to take a step back, remember before you were vegan, how you were and explain because people don't know. And it's, if you don't know, you don't know. And if you're asking a question, you should be jumped upon for asking the question. Because I think so many people ask questions just to edge vegans on or to be like, all right, I'm going to ask, be like, be bacon, say bacon, bacon. Yeah, yeah. So well, here, no. You, so, could, you could jerk some both sides. Yes, yes. So it, it, it's, uh, I believe you should always explain. And then if, if the person still doesn't understand or not understand, rather, or you deem them kind of being a, you know, a troll, then you just cut off the, the conversation. You just say, sorry, have a nice day, you know? Exactly. So, but everyone's, everyone's an internet warrior, you know, so. Well, you know what, you know what bothers me? And this goes not just for vegans, it goes for anyone that becomes like a militant, you know? Yes, yeah. It, if you're going to be militant, make sure that you're following whatever it is that you're preaching. Make sure you're following it 110%. Yes. Then I'll respect you. Yes. I will respect whatever you say. But if yeah. you're not going to follow it 100, 110%, you have no right to get up on a soapbox and scream at anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes for anything. That yeah. could, whether anyway. it's vegan yeah. or religion or whatever. Yeah. It, it, if you're not gonna follow it 110 percent, don't preach to anyone else. You can you can share you can share your your opinion. Yes, yeah. But don't be out there preaching fire and brimstone to anyone else unless you're doing yeah. it 100 percent. Yeah, 110 percent. And that that's the part that bothers me with a lot of these people, and not just vegans. Like I said, yeah, anybody. Yeah. You see these yeah. people on the street corner, especially here in New York. You you see people on the street corners. And they're preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel. They yeah. get off their soapbox and they're robbing the guy around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. And that's, uh, you see that, you do see it though a lot. Like the one fellow I told you about earlier with the vegan thing. He, he's out there, you know, vegans, uh, they want to save the yeah. world. And he's calling yeah. me an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's, it's, I think they... It's, that no, not I'm not trying to make an excuse, but I I not read this thread, but um I think it's, it's again it's they're so passionate and like they're but there's no need for name calling there's no well, I don't believe that that turns everyone off that makes it a fight you know look at flowers just now there's a woman that's she's living it yes and she the the way she had me she had me on the edge of my seat listening to her yeah and yeah. I found that she's, very interesting. Yeah, she's awesome, and she's, I did not know she was vegan for 40 years. She told me 18 in the message, but maybe somehow it gets screwed up, so. And then um, the fact that she biked across Florida on a tandem bicycle? Yeah. That is, that's so cool. 
that was so cool. That that alone is a is a great story. I'd love to hear. Yes, yeah, Be- adventures. Yeah, that I mean that she had she, she was a phenomenal storyteller. Yes, and yeah, no, she. I could have listened. I could have listened to her for hours. She she had a great, great story, and it was a vegan story. She almost yeah. she almost had me eating nuts and berries. <laughs> we're, we're gonna turn you to nuts and berry eater yeah exactly. You know, sometime. exactly but no mm-hmm. she 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 had a great story and she told it well yeah you know yeah, there was no reason for a great story yes there's no reason for stamping of feet and banging on a table yeah that story alone could That's... turn people you know what i mean yeah That's... and she's really great she's i i follow her on facebook and she's she does a lot of yoga like very raw the cold food, vegan, like it's just, just an amazing woman. She's really, she's fit. She's athletic. You know, she's not some person telling you, "Oh, go do this." And then she's sitting on her her couch with an "I love Mondays" t-shirt. So, <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one so. thing I wanted to ask you, I know, and, and I thought about this. I was talking with my wife about it one years back when I was working in Manhattan. I had a friend of mine, him and his wife were both vegans. Didn't haven't thought about them in a while. And great people. They were they were friends friends of ours. We 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 had gone to weddings together and stuff like that. They were also into other things like Reiki. Have you ever heard of that? Oh yeah, I've heard of Reiki. Um I, I I've never done Reiki or anything, but I've heard of it. I've heard, I know of it, so. Did you, but they were into all, a lot of spiritual stuff, and. Jenny, is your dog barking in the background. Yeah, that's, that's my, that's my sound man. Introduce that fellow, introduce him. That's Blaze, that's Blaze, my sound man. He, Hi, Blaze. He, uh, we got him, I'll tell you real quick, we got him from North Shore Animal League. Yeah. He, he's a, he's a, um, he's a handicapped dog. Oh, nice. Yeah, he, well, I told you I have the one leg. And, yeah. uh, yes, yes. My wife had seen him on the cover of the North Shore Animal website. He was a sponsor dog, and he was there with Howard Stern and his wife. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he raised money for North Shore Animal League, and he was the first dog they had there with a prosthetic leg. Oh. So, my wife, being my wife, she wrote them. And said she yeah. she's interested in adopting him, and one thing led to another, mm-hmm. and they asked us to come out there, and we went out, we met him, and we met his doctor, and the dog took to us. So after a couple awesome. of visits, I had just had my leg amputated for the second time, and yes. I brought them out, my old prosthetic, and yes. they were trying to fashion one for him, and I brought out the materials that I had, and I told them I said yeah. you can keep it, and they were experimenting. And long story short, they made a better prosthetic for him. Oh, nice. Yeah, but then he ended up, he got an infection. An infection. Oh. Said I had to take the leg off all the way up to the up to the hip. So, okay. but they ended up letting us adopt him. And now he's my, he's my buddy. And he's your buddy, yeah. Both of us have a left-legged amputate. And he, he's what Good. they call a tripod dog. Oh, yes, yes, I've seen those, yeah. yeah and... He's, he's he's the coolest dog. He's smart as all get out. And he Oh god, what a cool story. Yeah, and he hangs out in here whenever whenever I whenever I'm coming in, I said, Come on, we're going into the den to do the podcast and he's right in here with me. 
He's always yeah. in here. He has, Gosh, awesome. He has his kennel That's and cool. his bed in here. And I call him my sound man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, yeah, okay. so he, uh, I, I lost my train of thought. Uh, we were talking about Rocky. Your friends were doing Rocky. I lost it. Your friends. Oh, oh, oh no, oh, they, they were doing the Reiki, right. And I was yeah. curious if that's if that's common. Like, does spirituality go along with veganism? Sometimes, like a lot of vegan can do like a yoga and the rocky and things like that. And but it tends, I'm not, I, I'm not quite sure. But from the vegans I know, they're much more spiritual than religious. But I don't want to make a blanket statement because I'm gonna have a. 50 people writing in being like, oh, I'm Catholic, <laughs> you know, but, um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm more spiritual and the people I know are more spiritual than like say hardcore religion. I, I can see this connection to the, the, the world and the environment that you get when it becomes vegan. It's like you see things in a different manner. You see things, you become more compassionate in not only to animals, but in in your life in general, you know, it's you all the people. To I know that I have, you know, like I'm. I, it could be because I'm getting older. To you know, you're, when you're young and dumb, you think of nothing by yourself. So, right. um, unfortunately, so as I'm getting older and being vegan, I'm much more compassionate about the world and about the environment and, and the animals. And like even my dog Toby, if I could pick him up and carry him around. I would, I would, I would not have him walk at all. He's has the beginnings of dementia and he's going blind. So I would carry him if I could, but I can't. So I would not have him walk. I was carrying him on a pedestal. So, yeah. but, you know, so that's, it's just, you become, you know, and not that if you're not vegan, you can't be compassionate. So I, I have just found in my experience. Very good. Now here's one thing. Now this is off base a little bit, but I did see that you wrote on one of the message words, whether it was mine or yours, that you you are into the paranormal. Oh yeah, I look. Well, we I love bunch of horror movies and I like watching ghost hunters and things like that. And like it, I go through phases. If it, like all we'll do is watch that for like a month on TV, and then like a month we'll just watch some cooking shows. So it's like I go through phases, but because it's like once you've seen. A dozen paranormal shows you've seen them all like because it's like what's the sound i felt a breeze do you feel something you know <laughs> so you you they're all kind of the same but i love scary movies um i shouldn't another shouldn't watch them but i've thrown i've knocked over tables because <laughs> i get so scared and and i, I my legs kick out so you know i you know i don't function like an old person so I will knock over chairs or tables and things like that. Um, you know, so I jump. So, and because being legally blind, I'm, I'm watching it so intently. I'm so focused on it. Uh-huh. When that pop-up scare happened, I, I scream. So, yeah, I do. Uh, I, I, I love the paranormal. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's fun. It's it's fun to, to, to be scary and to think about something else. Like something outside of this world. You know, that could be, could be could you know it's fun i went as far as to go out and buy a spirit box oh wow yeah i'd be too scared to do that i'd be i'd be i'd be afraid that i contact something like i don't own a ouija board oh no i won't i won't buy a ouija board 
but I bought a spirit yeah. box and a, a K2 meter and, a e and an EMF meter. <laughs> yeah, you're hot car. Yeah, I, 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 I love it. I love it. The, I, the only yeah. place I ever used it was in my old house. Oh, did, did you find anything? Yes, actually, I found a, I found a, oh. a spirit named Frank. Oh, wow. And at first I thought, eh, it's, you know, it's a coincidence. But then we had Thanksgiving at the house about three, four years ago. And the whole family was over. And I was telling, and my wife's aunt, she, she kind of, she's kind of into it as well. And she says, get out of here. I said, I'm telling you, I found it. And I contacted him seven times, seven, eight times. So they all went out on the back deck on the uh, screened-in porch. Yeah. And they said, they were all making fun of me. That, you know, that was just mm. the way it was. And yeah. I said, well, here it is. And just asked, you know, is anyone here? And as soon as they said that, they said, is anyone here? And it came through the box. It says, Frank. Wow. <laughs> And now they were all sitting on the back on the screen and porch, and it was Chris. It was Christmas. It wasn't Thanksgiving. And the, the, there was three three younger ones out there. They were probably seventeen, eighteen, and they came in. And they you would have thought that they seen the ghost. Hmm. They came. Yeah. Uh, I I always thought that house was haunted anyway. Yeah. It was over yeah. in Wappinger Falls, and I here I got to tell you this real quick. This is one of my my story of the week. We had just moved into Wappinger Falls, and I love to stay up at night and watch those shows, like Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, stuff like that. And my wife said, are you coming to bed? I said, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm dozing off in the living room watching this, and it says the, the most haunted places in America, and it has to be like 2 o'clock in the morning. So I said, I'm getting up, getting yeah. ready to go inside, and it says, coming up next, we take you to Wappingers Falls, New York. I was like, oh, oh wow. <laughs> I can't, gotta stay up now. Sit back down. <laughs> <laughs> Sat back down. And it's about the, the cemetery in Wappingers Falls, right across the street from the church I go to. And it seems that this woman, that they just redid the front gates, the front fence on the church. This woman goes there. And, buy, and she says she wants to buy the gates from the church to put them on her front, on her driveway. And I yeah. was like, who buys gates from a cemetery? Yeah. But she went yeah. there and she left a note. And the, the handyman that, you know, the people that take care of it said, if you want yeah. them, you can come and get them. So she oh. sends somebody over. They get the gates. And he brings them up to her yard. And she says, well, you're going to put them up. He says, I'm not putting these up on your house. So... She gets someone to put the gates up. Yeah. A couple of days later, she starts hearing noises in her house. And oh, gosh. two days later, she's sleeping and she gets slapped in the face and she's got a handprint on her face. Wow. She calls her daughter. Her daughter comes and the daughter hears noises in the house. They call Poughkeepsie Paranormal. They come in and they take pictures. Now, mind you, this house is only like a half a mile from my house. Yeah. <laughs> They're taking pictures, and they got all these orbs all around the driveway. Yes, yeah. So they take it. They're doing EMF things with the tape recorders, and they're getting voices and 
mumbling and all this other. So the daughter sees this all going on. She goes to Walmart. You know, a mile or so down the road, buys a handheld recorder. She comes back. Poughkeepsie goes back to test all their findings. She's out in the yard by a tree, and she's saying, she's saying, is anyone out here? Anyone out here? She gets a voice on the recorder. It's a little kid, oh, wow. a little kid, and says, she says, who are you? She says the name. She says, where did you come from? He says, I came from a coffin. Wow. And this is all on the news, on this news yeah. show. Wow. So now I'm really skeptical. So I, I got to go over to this house and I, I see where it was and I see the thing on the news. And now I go to the cemetery and I drive into the cemetery with my nephew. <laughs> There's a whole children's section in the cemetery. Oh, wow. Yeah. And these go back to like the early 1900s. Yeah. And I'm like, let's get out of here. So he says, my nephew says, well, let me just stop. I want to take a look because he's into all of this. Everywhere yeah, yeah. we stopped, there was a tombstone next to the car. And I look out the window and every tombstone we stopped next to said either James or Jim. And I was like, we, oh, wow. we got to get out of here. <laughs> we got to get out of here. But that just freaked me out altogether. I never went yeah, back in yeah. that cemetery again. But... Yeah. yeah, I believe in it. I believe in the paranormal. Yeah. But I I, yeah. I haven't used the spirit box ever since. <laughs> I'm, matter of fact, I'm looking at it right now. It's in my den here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, anyway. So, yeah. That so, was, that well, was... uh, to, if we're wrapping up, I would just like to encourage people to uh, to catch Dominion or Earthlings on uh, the documentary. Dominion or Earthlings, they are both really good, and they will show you the horrors that happen. It's hard to watch at times, but it's true. It's the truth uh, that happens every day all over the world, if you are interested. And there's obviously also um, Cowspiracy, What the Hell, there's other documentaries, uh, but there's so many ones if you want to find out and, and find out what's really going on, so... You have them on. Vegan. You have them on your website, don't you? On your uh, yes, page? I do. I, I do. Yeah, I do have them on my page. I shared them with you as well too, and in the disability website. Um, so, but you can, I, if you want specific ones, I um, you, you can find. I think it's freedocumentary.com. Um, I, I believe I'm not quite sure, but I can check. But um, if you if you can send that. send that over to me, yeah. and I'll put those in the show yeah. notes as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Be awesome. All about spreading education and awareness. That's all about. So excellent, excellent. Well, I think we. I think it was pretty good today. I yeah. Think, I think this is excellent. I want to thank. I want to thank Flowers for coming on with us. Yes. That was excellent. Yeah. That was definitely excellent. I, I'd like. I'd like to get in touch with her and get some more of her people on with us too. Yeah, we'd have to follow up with her because that would be great. Like it's. No, I think. Like me, I'm I'm a little hippie digging for four years and still learning. <laughs> like so, but someone that has been digging forty years, sixty years, that it's amazing. So like, they would be able to share a lot more information. So, what are the chances of getting Jamie to come on with us? Oh yeah, we could get Jamie. I I would say Jamie should go on. He he, would, I'm sure he would go on. So I just want to so ask him. Can... I want to ask him how. An Italian became a vegan. 
Oh gosh, yeah. How long until he became vegan? Yeah, no. Uh, sure, he can come on. He can show like, some of his recipes he makes, and he's he's been cooking away in the kitchen right now. Like I said, so yeah, can get, I'd like to get him. I'd like to get him on with us one time. At yeah, least, yeah, at least no, one definitely. time, and I'll let yeah, you put him on the hot seat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I'd like to. I'd like to get him on. See how yeah, see how right. he may, how he how he feels about it. And yeah. now you said you have you have other people that you'd like to get um, on here. It, um, yeah, there's an uh, um, it, my friend uh, Greg. Um, so he's um. He's also vegan, and I'm not sure how long he's been vegan for, but there's a bunch of people that I know make a lot of delicious vegan food, and they post pictures of it on, on the website, or not on the website, but on, on Facebook. So I'd like to I'd reach out to a couple of, of them, and I have one person I know already will do it. And but there's another couple of people I'm thinking of, because it's like, even though we're all vegan, we all eat different types of food, you know, we, uh, Jamie and I tend to eat more of our um, vegetables and things like that, and like you know, and beans, and tofu. But um, and some people tend to eat more of a sea pan and things like that, or or grains, you know. So it's, there's all different different vegan recipes. So I just think it'd be great to have a wide variety. Definitely, definitely, and and like I said, for those who aren't vegan, it would be a it would be a boom for you to to learn these recipes and. Save some money. Save some money while you're saving the earth. Saving yeah. saving animals. Yeah. Saving your pocketbook. <laughs> so it's a win 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 situation for everybody. Well, I think we did I think we had a good one here today, Aaron. I really do. Yeah. And Excellent. we'll do it again next week. You will. Definitely. Definitely. I, I wanna thank everybody for stopping by today. And I definitely want to thank my co host Aaron here. All the websites that we talked about today will be in the show notes. So make sure you check them out. Make sure you check out Erin's page, that vegan disabled gal. Even though yeah. she's not disabled, she just has I a know. disability. It's just, she's it's differently just a catchy name. She's differently abled. She's not disabled. Yeah. She's differently abled. Yeah. And check out check out our page here, the Living with a Disability, and go to www famousapple.com a lot of stuff going on we got a lot, we got we got you cornered if you're going on the internet you got all the places you got to go it's right here so you have no place else on the internet to go but right here so join us join us again next week and during the week just come over to our websites all right guys thanks again have a great day and we'll talk to you soon Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.